Hey, my loves, how you doing? What's good? Is everything okay? Are you moisturized? Living your best life? Happy? Stress-free? I really hope so. So, if you can probably tell, this is going to be a little bit chit-chatty. I'm pretty sure the thumbnail is going to be from uh, one of Mina's la latest... Um, Actually, it's from eight days ago, but sometimes I'm a little bit busy and sometimes I have to be in a certain energy based on the title to go back and, and look at it. So I was kind of ready to deal <laughs> with that with that content and kind of delve into what Savage Feminine meant. And um, I just want to invite you, if you haven't already had a chance, um, of course, I encourage you to go be a subscriber of Mina on Universe Guru. But um, the ones that I gravitate to, there's some that I, I kind of reach out and let you know, like, hey, I really like the message from this one. And um, this is one of those. And a little bit of a spoiler alert, but she does talk about why this one I'm surprised. Actually, you know what? No, 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 no. My bad, my bad, my bad. It's one from even further back. I think it was the Become Expensive. My bad. That one was from nine days ago. That's going to be the thumbnail. I haven't looked at the Savage Feminine one yet. Um, and I love what, it, what she means by Become Expensive. And let's be really honest. I think that um, if you get a chance, maybe go listen to that video first. It's 15 minutes and then come back to this, to this time point because it's going to make sense the way I kind of unpack it but when you listen to that and then you hear what I'm going to say I think you're gonna this is kind of like one of those things where you practice listening to your intuition so when she started talking about what it means to become expensive it it really was kind of like tapped into this inner knowing that I have felt for a very long time. And for whatever reason, I repressed it, right? So um, even as I'm kind of talking about this, I'm still obviously new to the energy in terms of having an aha moment. But as she was talking about it, I'm like, that makes sense. A lot of the times, for those of you who've been with me on this journey... I've talked about how I have this urge to kind of just have my own Patreon to where I have my own community of people where we can really get into some topics and really peel back the layers and really have forward movement the way that we need to. But because a lot of the things that I talk about are so vulnerable and raw and open, I need to make sure that it's a safe space, but I'm also wanting to make sure that it's being honored, right? That you and I are on the same frequency and and now we can really just explode and do what we really need to. And um, I, I want to clarify a statement I had made a couple months ago and I, I wanted to um, clarify it. And you've probably even noticed I've kind of cared away from... I always used to open up my podcast with like, hey, divine feminists, divine masculines and my divine dolls and that type of thing to where now for the most part, I've kind of known this from the beginning, but um, now I'm just I'm just seeking to resonate with my fellow, 
you know, divine feminines. And if there are few men that, you know, do listen for whatever reason, then so be it. But um, one of the things, and, and this is kind of re- reverberating off of uh, some of the content that Mina had put out. And it was that really powerful content. She put it up for a limited amount of time. I really hope that, that a lot of you caught it. I can tell you as someone who, and I'm going to talk about this um, in another podcast, maybe a little bit more, but I... Um, I am officially duly licensed, so I renewed my real estate license and I have renewed my insurance license, y'all. So I'm back in the field when it comes to that. And um, I can tell you as someone who had to pass the, the, the state exams for both and see how it unfolds with people in the lives around me and the impact it's had on my family, those things are very important for women to understand. And I really hope that you caught that um, segment. That was the one where she was talking about like Roth IRAs and she was talking about um, investing in and understanding, like, for example, Vanguard and understanding how much money you need to set aside for your lifetime in order to live off of the dividends that was huge for me. And I'll be quite honest with you. It was one of those things where if I had heard that information five years ago, it would have been really hard for me to understand. Um, but because I've been in the information and I'm starting to understand and piece it together, I kind of do want to be the connector where I kind of dumb it down even more to to make it just for you to really understand what it is you're doing, how do you get from A to B, how do you do the baby steps, how do you plot it, how you know, so that it makes sense to you sooner, help you kind of collapse that timeline, right? Um, and so one of the things I said was I wish there was a way for me to communicate this with the women. And the reason I said this is not that I was necessarily trying to safeguard it from men, it's just that I feel like for women, it needs to be safe from all the other distractions that come when you just have like mixed gender um, conversations, right? It almost reminds me of that, that time when in the fifth grade, they separated us for the sex ed class. So they put, well, it was combined. So like we had the boys and the girls would be split on like Monday and Monday and Wednesday. And then on Thursday, we would all listen together. And we did that for like two or three weeks. So to have like only the girls, well, only the girls having conversations about like the, the woman's anatomy and our biology and all of this stuff, pregnancy, our menstrual cycles, whatnot. And then the boys would be over there talking about what they do. And then, um, I just had flashbacks too, like when they were going over the STDs and the STIs and looking at all the gross pictures of all the like infections and stuff. And it just, oh, yeah. And it's kind of interesting too, when you think about how um, over the years, I guess how 
comfortable. I guess the younger generation is dealing with it. But I still remember we were so naive and so innocent. And it's kind of like, ew, that's gross. Cooties. Boys have cooties. We're never going to talk to them. They're so disgusting. I I low-key remember, like... After that, like we didn't really, we just went back to playing double dutch and hopscotch, and like there was a separation between the the girls and the X Ys type of a thing, and it was just kind of like you stay in your camp and we'll stay in ours because we're good, you know, type of a thing, and then you know, but still just being kids, it was, you know, I'm I'm grateful for the times we grew up in, but. All of this ties into, you know, I've had this inkling. It's kind of like, I want to, I know I have good information. Um, and I guess I don't, I guess the question would be for me as I'm figuring this out is, why haven't I started it? But I think part of it is I want to do it justice. I don't think I have a problem with charging a price for the Patreon. Um, I think it just comes down to me setting it up. But I think the problem I had before was just kind of like, ah, do we really need to be set apart? Do we really need to have our own space? Um, But with that being said, I really want to encourage you too, because um, when I think about what it means to become expensive, some of the most unpleasant you know, really aggravating um, moments and times, and she talks about this a little bit in her too, in her stuff too, is, is times when we just really didn't charge people enough, you know, or set the boundaries high enough to keep low vibrational people out of our atmosphere. And um, I think this is important for me going back into real estate and insurance because there, you know, my personality, I like to help people. But the timing is perfect to be to remember that too, because it's the ones that you really think you're trying to help by being free and not charging what you're worth or your value. Those are the ones that undermine your expertise, the effort that goes into it, right? And, um, And so, yeah, it's one of those things too. Like I I think even with this podcast, who knows? Who knows? Because um, is it possible that I've served my purpose and I'm ready to pull from doing online things and kind of just going back kind of in, in a proverbial sense underground? Who knows if I'll resurface in five years, you know, if that's the plan or whatnot. But maybe I've, I've, put enough content out there um, to where I can kind of just pull back and and, and or put together a Patreon and then build from there. And then when you ask me things, I can definitely answer the questions for you um, in my areas of expertise. Um, Another thing I kind of wanted to talk about too is Princella um is gearing up to talk more and more about the need for women to have community and one of the things that she said that stuck out to me was that a woman is not single because she's not with a man uh, with a man a woman is single when she does not have community 
Now that was profound. Okay. Not having a man is not what makes a woman single. What makes a woman single is not having community. And I really like that she is at the forefront of the inception of encouraging women to form communities, right? To get back to that to that day and age where we really had a sisterhood where it's like when I go back into um this field of of merging and marrying real estate and insurance, right? Merging those two, when I'm going back into this, I understand that I have to reap as much information as possible and make it as palatable and digestible and understandable for you because I'm counting on that there are going to be few you know, few other people that are going to have those areas of expertise. So I'm going to commit because I am, I want to say the way Priscilla is moving and the way that the world dynamics are moving five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 30 years from now, we're going to have way more, you know, like female based, women based communities, right? Just whole communities where we're kind of just locked in and it's all women and we have women who have areas of expertise in health, in fitness, in nutrition, in metaphysics, in engineering, in architect in architecture, right? Um it, it there are pediatricians and OBGYNs and dentists and optometrists and you know, people that specialize in hair care and nails and fashion and clothing and, you know, planning and travel, um, working as a community. Whereas right now, I think that um, we kind of work in our own pockets. And so in some way, we'll kind of expand in those ways. And in some ways, it might shrink a little bit, but or or become more condensed in a little bit. But um, I'm looking forward to that. So I also want to encourage you, you know, if whatever your strengths are, whatever your passion are, look at it in the sense of what can I contribute to my sisterhood? What can I learn over the next five to eight years or the next 10 years? Understanding that for in order for you to to be considered a master, to have mastery, you need to have at least 10,000 hours, right? So this is not something you're just going to like three months, end of the year, oop, you're done and and now you're, no, give yourself the time to develop that information. And if you move forward, understanding that you are contributing this area of expertise to a community, uh, to a sisterhood that, that's going to enrich us, right? I like to think about this, and I've talked about this before, when I used to be talking a little bit more about the twin flames, right? And and how a lot of people have the misconception that twin flames are um, supposed to be these like high sex driven passionate stuff where the guy's a complete a-hole you know and he like you know your divine it's your divine masculine if he's cheating on you has another uh, a wife or you're the side piece and he hasn't figured himself let me stop (laughs) but 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 if you look at a lot of tarot readings and stuff like that which which i used to i'm actually in the process of um 
unfollowing some of my my the people I used to to follow. Not because I don't like them anymore, just because I'm not on the same wavelength, obviously. But you know, it would have you to believe that it's about this relationship. And one of the things I learned early on about Twin Flames was that, oh my gosh, we have a mission, which made me fall even more in love with the with the with the concept before I kind of tapped out. That it made sense that I have a mission, that my twin would have a mission, and that together the both of us would be able to have a mission that's going to impact the world and the community. Okay, so ergo, fast forward six months to a year later, I'm out of it, but I still believe in the in the idea of a mission, right? And um, and so all I say all that to say that all of us, we have a mission to our community, to our sisterhood, right? How do we and and one of one of what I was talking about was back then one of my favorite analogies was the idea of a diamond and what makes a diamond really brilliant is the different facets so the more facets it has the more light it catches the more brilliance it has and when you start to think about um I represent one facet right and you represent a different facet and another person that represents a different facet and so the more people we have in the in the in the sisterhood that have their areas of expertise right and so this is so important especially as we're going into the age of aquarius because i think age of pisces when i tell you over the past 3 years we have all been feeling the like the rug being pulled out from under us, right? And even at the time I'm recording this, it feels good. It feels freaking good to come out of, you know, all of the things that I grew up with over the years. Grew up in the age of Pisces and and I I do not I I appreciate more, you know, the the type of family I was born into because I I really think that I I chose it as part of my assignment because obviously I am inclined to spirituality and esoteric things and hidden meanings and being able to peel back the layers and and look at it from a different perspective. So I'm thankful that I was born to two parents who were very orthodox and sent me to private Christian school where they were very rigorous about how we looked at things. And so even though it it kind of conditioned me to think the way they did, it also taught me how to learn. It taught me how to dissect things, how to to dig deep for information, to look at the etymology behind words, to be comfortable with stats and data, and to, to really dive deep into things and not be so surface level. Um... So there are two messages in that. I just want to encourage us as we're moving forward. I I, I am feeling the energy I'm in right now is kind of like I like I, I just mentioned um I renewed my license and I officially got my card the second week, second or no, it was the third week in January. And then two days ago, I renewed my real estate license, my not my 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 insurance license, and I really do want to talk with you guys about the importance of having. Um, let me see. Mm, give me one second. 
of the best um Let me see. Of having the best IUL. And really, um, I'm so happy because I feel like I manifested it. I knew that I wanted to stay with this company, but I did not really, if I'm honest, like my overhead people. Um, but um, uh, there was someone I really wanted to, to work under. And so they gave me the chance I guess since I'm renewing to kind of pick who I wanted to go with and I look I spiritually was saying the only way I'll go back in is if I'm under this person so um with that being said I strongly uh, there's a reason I signed up with it because I believe in the importance of what they can do and um, I've kind of hinted about it a little bit too, but I think if, if I'm keeping it 102, when I first started, I was being pulled in so many directions, which I kind of do feel like I am right now too, because I went from like, oh, I'm just going to live a passive income lifestyle. A lot, a lot of you know, I'm still waiting for my new gen coin to cash out. So, um, they're in the process of working on that and, I'm thankful for that too because with that investment I had bought I had bought some coins for like 25 cents and I ended up accruing 71,000 coins and so now they're being bought out at 133% which will put me in about 100,000 from that from that return um give or take they're going to pay me in ethereum and then obviously it's up to me to to sell <laughs> When the value of Ethereum is still high or hopefully it doesn't drop too high, too low. But um, and so that is going to be a shot in the arm for a lot of us that are um, in that trading group. That is one of my investment vehicles. So with, when I say a shot in the arm, that one is going to change my life and my family's life. Because when I look at how things I can put it into, I can put it into something that's going to give me like, let's say 20, 25% returns a month. That's, that's what, that's 20,000 a month. So with that information, I was like, well, psh, I'm never going to have to work again. I'm never going to have to lift a finger. But if I keep it 100 with you, I feel like a part of me Oh, this is so crazy. Like a part of me felt like, okay, I can't just, it's nice. Like it's nice to go get my hair done. It's nice to buy whatever I want. It's nice to get my manicure, pedicure, massages, you know, spa days and be around family and plan things. You know, I look forward to continuing to, you know, take care of my parents, take over the, the mortgage payment on that. And help, you know, just things that I never was able to do before, get my niece her car and get her set up for travel and all this stuff. And, but a part of me has always felt like I don't want to, so it's, if we're going into the weekend, I kind of thought this would happen. This is my little bit of downtime. I got a phone call and it's so my weekend begins. Hey, but okay. So wrapping up, uh, this is one of those things where it's kind of like, okay, land the plane, girlfriend, land the plane. <laughs> so obviously there's a little tugging on my heart to 
leave a footprint and, um, you know, just connect with people. I, I feel like up until this point, I'm so grateful for it because a lot of you know I'm coming out of the depression. Um, and it feels good to be on this side of things. Um, twinkle in my eye? No, at this point, it's not even a twinkle. It's kind of like, <laughs> it's a, it, it's just really bright and I'm so happy and I'm working on my health and happy with where my things are going with my finances. And I was somewhat comfortable because I think it will still be the same in the sense of when every time I step out the door, I know that it could be the simplest thing. Sometimes it's a cashier. Sometimes it's somebody calling me. Like, for example, a lot of you know my car. My neighbor, my neighbor's son by my plane. Let me land the plane because my phone's blown up. I'm not even playing. So, okay. So, um, I know, I know. I'm going to get back to you. Give me a second. <laughs> okay, okay. So, long story short, I'll talk to you about my car thing that's happening. But basically, some of the parts are on national back order. And so, um, I'm getting paid for my the rental. I'll explain how that how that's working out and that type of thing. But every time I talk to somebody, I know that I'm coming from a space where I can tell that I'm raising their, their energy, right? I'm raising their frequency. I'm just that little touch to just help you get through the next day or that little word of encouragement or some small insight. And I've been doing that from day to day to day. Every time I step out the door or I'm on the phone, I'm going to raise someone's vibration. I can tell when someone ends up in my circle. They gravitate to me, but also when they leave, I can see the load lifted and I can see the brightness in their eye and I can see the smile in their face. And I know that that's part of my my um, my mission. And I know that the currency, the energy, divine source is allowing me to be able to have all of my financial needs taken care of so that I can be my best version helping people. But I think that getting my license um, in both is going to help me be a little bit more uniform and kind of help me feel like I'm not, you know, just um, a nomad. But I do have a purpose and it will be really great for my mind. Uh, one of the things I like about the insurance side of it is they have a lot of um, development, personal development. And so I'm looking at that in terms of a generator. I understand that um, there is an element of recruiting. And I do feel like the majority of the agents that they're dealing with are generators. And um, oh, y'all, oh my gosh. Listen, my, my nephew... <laughs> So I I want to get some dunks, y'all. I just got the picture. They're so cute. All right, so let me go. Um, they're so cute. I can already tell from the picture. They're perfect. They're perfect. Oh my gosh! All right, let me let me go, y'all. I'm I'm gonna send y'all the picture of my my dunks, and um, I'll also go over some recipes that I've been formulating in my kitchen with y'all. I also want to go over some of the keto developments for those of you who want to do keto. Okay, so 
4.44 in the morning. <laughs> I'm probably going to um, go back to sleep in a little bit. But I, I, like I said, I do reflect on some of the things I post um, just to make sure I'm tying up some loose ends. And one of the, the points I was trying to drive home, I started talking about how in the age of Pisces, we did a lot of things as a collective, as a group. Um, and age of Aquarius is about the individual. And I was talking about how, you know, even coming out of the the church system and, you know, just like groupy things, group thinking, you know, like even I think I want to say like the black community type of way of thinking to age of Aquarius, where I'm encouraging you to have your specialized functions, your special mission, your individual um, purpose, it still contributes to the to the collective. Whereas in the past, in my opinion, it kind of felt like, you know, the one percent. Um, although and this is this is interesting, too, because as I'm saying this, I just started learning about human design and it's quite complex. Maybe when the you know the summer comes around, I can um start to delve into it a little bit more. I've noticed that even as we're approaching the time change, I'm able to fit more into my day and sometimes I'll take like a couple naps or end up like right now four in the morning. <clears throat> get a couple hours in of something or some research or, or whatever. And then, you know, I, I go through my day in spurts type of a thing. But but that's the point I wanted to drive home. So I really like the idea of what Princella is talking about, um, creating more of a sisterhood. You know, I've had several, several gripes about this. I talked about it last year where, you know, kind of just took the... Um, Women on the roof perspective for those of you who already are into human design or have a six two profile um I am a generator um six two profile but the thing is you know our personalities we tend to at some point in life kind of go on top of the roof and observe everything that's happening in the kitchen, the living room, the dining room, the backyard, you know what's happening around us in the neighborhood and that bird's eye perspective and so when it came to sisterhood, this was last year. I still have, I did several podcasts and I started to notice that we don't really get along, you know, and even when, when, um, there's conversations that are happening with, with like the passport boys, you start to, to understand how we've been pitted against each other. Right. And it's one of these things where like right now, a lot of the, the, combative attitudes we have against I think each other um stem out of you know some people in between are kind of like oh um American women say this this and that about you and then they feel some kind of way and then they come and tell us well the women over there they're this that and the third they're not like whatever and this is what they think about you they they're better than you because da da da, and so then now we're going for each other's the women's juggler. I kind of hinted at this in a in a previous podcast too, but there's several things I think that most men have come across the wifey prototype, and it's just there's no desire for them to settle down. So time and time again. 
they and I, I kind of alluded to this too because I said you get to a point where you start to realize women in general we're all beautiful I don't think that we should all be trying to look like Kim K or you know whatever the the running that one percent of aesthetic of what beauty is women are beautiful in excuse me all shapes and sizes eye colors hair textures all different kinds of features at the end of the day we are some very beautiful creatures like not you know the truth be told and i also think that because of the nature of women a lot of us are do fall under the wifey category we you know and, and i think that it's not so much that it's transitioning i think that it's just we're becoming more aware and protecting ourselves because i think what kind of gets misconstrued too is as someone who really wanted to have the the husband and the kids and the house with the white picket fence of course successful career and you know companionship it's not that those things don't you know I'm just like oh that that's all horrible I think that it got exploited right my desire to want to be in a loving relationship to have a companion got exploited along with all these other women too who talk about how these men are just they're in and they're out they're in and they're out and I feel like um yeah it has to do a little bit with the exploitation of of what's going on about a woman's nature like for example I think one of the last podcasts I did last week it just brings it to the forefront where this guy I don't even remember his name it was the it was the taser guy, the guy that gets tased all the time. Uh, is it Holland? No, it's not Holland. But in one video, the one that kind of went a little bit viral, he's like, oh, this is... And he even titles it in his video. He's like, this is wifey material. And he goes in and he totally... um love bombs her and he's like oh you're perfect you're beautiful you have natural hair beautiful skin you're not like the other women da 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 and then six days later he's with another um another woman right and then he's just like oh I just decided not to stay with her because whatever you know and so it's not that she wasn't you know a nice person it wasn't that she couldn't cook it wasn't that she couldn't clean it wasn't that she wasn't attractive according even to his standards it's just he's not going to he has no desire to to engage in a marriage and that's what a lot of it's not just passport boys in my opinion i think it's it's just men in general right um so this took a little bit of a tangent from <laughs> From, from you know, me coming on here and just wanting to clarify how, you know, I'm encouraging us to go from age of Pisces where you have like the 1% that's doing all the thinking and all the um, orchestrating things to kind of the um, uh, age of Aquarius where we're more individual, individualized. And um, that being said, it's so interesting because my introduction to human design came from Mina from Universe Guru. And the way she was explaining it, um, she's a projector. Um, I'm a generator. So 
the population, 70% of the population are generators. So there's more of us. <laughs> but she explained how the um, manifestors, because those are the three I remember off the top of my my brain right now, are the manifestors, the generators, and the projectors. <clears throat> oh, the other one is the receptors, right? The re they're either receptors or reflectors. That's, so that's number four. Uh, I don't remember what the fifth one is right now. But um, so the way that she explained it, if I remember correctly, is that the the manifestors were like the masterminds. They would figure out, you know, they would figure out how to orchestrate and they were like the architects of how we should move. And they figured out that the generators are kind of like the muscle, right? So the manifestors are kind of like the brain in some way, like the esoteric kind of brain and the generators were kind of like the muscle so and I I, I think that that definitely resonates because I've always been the type of person that I'm not going to be out here creating new things um I'm more like okay I'm aligned with the vision I'm here for it and then I will put it into action I will make it happen I will bring it into fruition and you know have all the details and and gather all that stuff to make it to make it happen. And so, but at some point there became a, uh, 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 kind of manipulative aspect of the manifestors kind of abusing that power that they had, uh, over the generators. Now, that being said, I do, the more I, I understand about these different profiles, um, um, it's been interesting because the way I look at it is from since I've heard her talk about that, uh, now I look at people through those lens or it's kind of like an added layer to help me understand how we move and operate. And it's really fascinating, right? Really fascinating. But I, I do kind of think that generators, I, I want to... Um, I've talked about going underground a little bit, but but I think what it is is I just need to be able to kind of ebb in and out um, energetically. And what happens is like I'll have downtime. So during this downtime, I'm just downloading information. I'm observing things around me. And what I wanted to say about the um, generators is kind of just observe like, to what degree do we hold ourselves accountable once we're aware that, you know, there's that exploitative nature happening? How do we make sure that we are generating kind of like output for things that we're aligned with and people that we're aligned with? And how do we, you know, kind of decipher between a um, healthy or high vibrational manifester versus a low frequency manifester how do we engage with projectors and reflectors and that type of thing so that's a whole other science right and there's some people i follow type of a thing but but i like my content with a little bit of like um to be a little bit more i don't know i want to say enticing so i i followed a couple people to just kind of see what they have to say about certain things but sometimes the the language seems so kind of um i'm i'm not really connecting to to the way that they're talking about it so i know it's going to take me time 
as with anything else, right? Same thing like um, right now I'm, I'm doing keto. Maybe in the next day or two, I'll kind of start to document my process with the keto and um, some little pointers. As a matter of fact, let me let me put you guys, like if you guys are interested in keto and then I'm going to get off here because I don't want this to be too all over the place. I really just wanted to come on here and type the loose end about the how we're shifting from community to individual and instead of one one percent um orchestrating everything i think in my opinion age of aquarius is we're all individuals and now we're all contributing and now we're all playing a role and and we're all doing our own individual thinking but we still contribute to the collective let me just if you're into keto let me just put this in here real quick but i'll talk about it another this video here by Happy Curl, Happy Girl uh, from three years ago, it's titled How I'm Losing Weight, Answering Your Cues, Keto and Intermittent Fasting, which you guys know I love intermittent fasting. Um, I'm gearing up, you know, heading back. But, you know, like even today, I um, set my time for 4 p.m. to start my fasting, but listening to my body's like I still, I'm... Y'all, I am in calorie deficit, which I know cannot be good because I really, if, you know, it, it's it's a problem. We'll, we'll talk about more, that more in another one. But, yeah, let's just, let's just um, close this video out. Um, was there anything else I wanted to say as I was talking about the individual versus collective? Um and so with that being said, I wanted to encourage you to, I, I do believe that there are going to be more, um, you know, like in the past, how we used to be kind of separated by, we would have black communities, Asian communities, white communities, you know, Hispanic communities. I think it's going to start to shift a little bit more based on genders, you know, where it's going to be. I, I, and I get it. I think that I could probably be in the more mature demographic, meaning that I understand that there's going to be young people that want to venture out and, and figure out the marriage thing and the family lifestyle and, and whatnot. So, but I, I, even in my intro, which I feel comfortable when it's time to change it, I will change it. But I feel comfortable with the intro or what I have in my bio, which says, you know, even when it comes to love, I've already experienced what all of that means, right? I've experienced what it means to be in a relationship. I, in my opinion, know what it feels like to, to really love and care for someone, albeit it was not reciprocated, but I'm a piece with that. So the idea of me being in an all-woman community where we're, you know... um, or I feel safe and I'm not, you know, are there people that still can exploit you? Yeah, I, I, I've shared some stories about some of the women that I've met over the years that like one in particular, she was just so exploitative. I mean, when when we were listening to the um to the video from Princella tonight, so tonight's Friday night and she was talking about the difference between the Bonobo um, chimpanzees and the Bonobo um monkeys and the chimpanzee monkeys like the difference between the two and it, the difference is chimpanzees are more testosterone based like even down to their brain and with the with the bonobo they're more estrogen female um even like the the 
wiring and everything in their brain is different. And so the communities act differently. And I was saying all this to say that, um, mm, 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 it's almost five o'clock in the morning. So, oh, I was saying all that to say that when you look at the communities, when, when you look at the Bonobo communities and how the, for the, for the more, uh, I guess like female ran, you know, um, prototype it just it sounds and it feels safe and it feels like a happy place and um and so I also wanted to mention one more thing too I I actually because you guys know that earlier today I was kind of um I knew that I was going to be getting distracted with some stuff so I was trying to get as much as out as possible but this was really cool I don't know for those of you in the United States if you heard the State of the Union address by um, your president, Joe Biden. Um, This was um, early February 2023. I don't normally listen to them, but I had time. It came up. I listened to him mambo jumbo on and whatnot. But one of the things he was he was reaching, he was um, highlighting different families from throughout the the United States and that type of thing. And one of the things that captured my attention for the brief time I was in there, he gave a shout out to a black woman. And I, if I get a chance, I'll go back in and, um, kind of screenshot her and everything. Beautiful black woman. She had on this like, um, blazer that had like, um, like gems on it. It's kind of like diamonds. So it was kind of like a blingy jacket. And, um, she was some type of an engineer, but it's like she does the welding, but she doesn't for skyscrapers. And he was giving her a shout out to her and her, her, um, her squad because he was celebrating how she takes pride in being 10 stories or however, 30 stories off the floor, off the ground welding. Like that's, you know, building things and I think that you know a lot of times guys like to say well you know we we built stuff back in the 1800s well listen here I wanted to say some stuff I wanted to yeah like listen here right you built that stuff in the 1800s you ain't built nothing since so it's time to just rebuild you know um modernize things it's so funny to me when we start to think about how basic some stuff are traditional versus modern i'll take modern all day every day listen i love plumbing i love ac i love refrigerators i love being able to drive places i love being able to have a phone i love being able to have a laptop i love being able to have internet i love being able to um have the things that come with but the things being modern and so with that being said a lot of the women um behind these modern cities that we are having built these you know are are women and i thought it was really nice and unique of him to give her a shout out in terms of her area of expertise and building the modern you know united states right so we're not just gonna still live in squalor where these houses are like falling apart from the 1800s 
you know, because they were made with brick and straws. It's like, no, we, we've upgraded the way that we listen. When I even hear, when I used to, um, back in the days, listen to the dust mites, the dust might talk, dust mites talk about how they built stuff, but they were making mistakes and the houses would be crooked and there were problems with the plumbing and the electricity. And they're like, oh, well, you know, we teach our young men and yeah, sometimes the houses are crooked and, and stuff like that. And we have, you know, but we've been getting better over time. I'm like, listen, 2023, 2022, 2020, 2019, when I was listening to those conversations, there's no reason for you to be building a, a crooked house or a um house that has faulty wiring or plumbing. You know, it's like you at this point, you should have not only areas of expertise, but you should have a system in place where you have a supervisor that signs off on things before you proceed, you know, and, and so, but here you have these women who are good at what they do, love to, you know, um, so the idea of me going to a female-based community doesn't scare me because I know that I have women that are going to be willing to be up in the, in the sky, you know, doing the, the skyscrapers and doing the welding and that we have architects and engineers and um um uh, there's there's like software developers and um healthcare people physicians people who are listen there I don't remember the name of the the company right off but I remember seeing a feature about a black woman that um designs cars if I'm not mistaken if I'm, I don't even, I don't want to even do any type of disjustice to this, but she designs, when I, when I saw the cars that she helps to design, she's one of the, the only black women that helps with it. And her dad used to work in it. And she went with her dad as a little girl and he taught, kind of taught her to just not only stick to it, but to continue to develop and hone in on that skill. Um, Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, I'm like, oh, that is a sexy vehicle. Like, let me tell you, the body of that car, type of a thing. Um, so I say all of that to say, even with me, it's like, let me develop myself to understand how we can leverage real estate, leverage how to combine it with insurance. How do we understand it, and how do we use it to our advantage? Okay. How do we take trading and investing to make sure that that when I it's my turn turn to contribute, I got you in that area. And so I say all that to say, like, I'm comfortable with, with the idea of being in a um, woman dominated community as opposed to like just living in a black community or living in a Hispanic community or a white community or Asian community. It's like. I don't, the, the need for me to feel like, uh, even this is so cool too. And then I'm going to close out here too. I remember, um, Priscilla was talking about, I, I've talked about me wanting to get a, uh, bodyguard at some point. I've talked about it on several occasions, including with the podcast where we talked about the watermark security. And I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get like a six foot five dude strapping kind of like Beyonce's, but this was so cool. I was listening to Princella, and so she was talking about having um one of the the women on there 
called in and she's like, listen, we do security. She's like, we got you. Like me and my platoon, we're like, we will shop. I'm like, dude, that is hot. Like that would be so cool if I had a woman bodyguard. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's that. And I like it too, because at the end of the day, um, I do feel like when I had a contrast, like pay attention because with the thing with generate generators, we um, it's a beautiful thing because we tap into how we feel, and um, sometimes because we suppress, we end up going with with the flow, and that's how we end up getting manipulated by the manifestors who you know don't have our best interest. But if we kind of pay attention to what resonates with us, it kind of helps us align a little bit more with with where we need to be and and what we need to amplify and so um I was like yeah I I I was like yeah I know I need security but the idea of having like a like that that felt amazing I'm like yeah that makes sense to me you know um the energy would just be different too and and I like it because it's kind of covert. It's like, if you think you're going to just run up on some girls, I'm like, Mm-mm-mm. I got my girl security here. And, you know, that 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 being said, too, I know a lot of ladies have been talking about um, protecting themselves and that stuff I need to to, you know, definitely take care of for me and for my niece, too, and, and for my family. So. You know, being able to like pew, 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 you're not going to run up on me. No, sir. No, ma'am. No partner him. But um, yeah, so this was very chit chatty. But I think that this is definitely represents kind of the way I operate, too, because I, I haven't been on here as much, but I'm gelling a lot of things together and making it like kind of cohesive. And so that means that I'm reflecting on things as I'm going day to day. How does this look? How does you know, why, um, why are these people congregating in this area? Why are these conversations more successful? What does the future look like? Um, you know, what are my contributions? How do I fit in? What works for me? What doesn't work for me? How does this work on a grander scale of things? So, yeah, that, those are my thoughts. It's 510. So, but that, with that being said, y'all, um, I do want to come on here and do a keto thing breakdown for you too. Cause even like right now, um, I am going through, I guess what you would call some of the symptoms. Um, and I think also with the longer days, I've noticed that it's more important for me to get back to my gallon of water a day. Um, so, um, but I want to talk a little bit about how I'm, I'm kind of coming through them. And, and like today was one of the days I did the most protein and, and I don't feel as sore. Like my body feels so good. And it's one of the days I got more of the calories in the way that I really need to. I was following uh, Melissa Neal and she talks about how, you know, um, I think she said it was like 35, 35 for fat and carbs and then 30% for for protein. And so I followed that today the best I could. I do want to try the five day, um, like keto egg diet thing. The only thing is I'm not supposed to eat oatmeal. So I will either skip that or try to find a substitute. 
And um, I do like green tea. I like matcha tea, so that won't be a problem. And then um, for the apple, I'm I'm going to, yeah, for the apple, um, I will probably start my day with that because the person that I went to um, for my health stuff, and I do need a book with her, um, so we're in February, probably March, April. She said for my blood type, it's good to start my day with a fruit. Um, although if you're doing keto, you want to make sure that you don't eat as many fruits because they are high in like sugars and stuff like that. But it, it, this is about balance, right? So it's not that you eliminate. I'll talk about my process and, and we'll see if it works. But so I'd probably start my day with an apple and then um, go through my eggs and um, my green tea, my matcha tea, which is great for energy. And then um, um, I'll just have to figure out a substitute for the oatmeal. But I'm not, according to my blood type, I'm not supposed to have oatmeal. And I don't feel like if if that's what's going to kick me out of. Because um, I think that the benefit of the, the oatmeal is it's not supposed to keep you full for a long period of time. Especially, I think, because you have it in the last two meals of your day. To keep you full overnight and to keep you, you know, going for the 36 hours. If you're some, some people do it for three to five days, some people do it 14 days. I think what I'll do is I, um, I'll do three days and then if I feel okay and I don't feel sick, you know, still working out, I'll, I'll go a little, I'll cut down my weight workout time, you know, just paying attention to it. Like if I still feel good, then I'll get my, my hour working, but if I, don't feel that good, then I'll probably just have like a, a half an hour workout for the remaining five days, you know, for a total of five days. And then um, that's really going to help me break my plateau. And then from there, I'll just do like the egg keto approach once a week. And so with that one, you do, I think is it like five to six eggs with the uh, oatmeal and um, green tea and uh, apples. And then I'll just break it down to once a week doing that. Um, and yeah, so obviously I'm in a chit-chatty mood <laughs> between earlier today and, and today and, and, and this podcast. But I will tag it on to the to the bottom of the podcast. It's going to be on the longer side, I guess an, an hour because the last one was what, like 20 minutes and this one's 30 minutes. So but yeah, stay tuned. And like I said, I think, you know, I'm just trying to reconcile like. Sometimes I do feel guilty because I feel like I'm dealing with, with, I guess you would say guilt and, but it's not, not the sense of like, um, I know it's not bad, but it's the sense that I have to understand I'm my own individual because if I compare myself to other content creators, they are putting content out every day, every two days. And it's kind of like. I think I'm more of an intuitive, so I have to go with how I feel. And when I get prompted and I get the impulse, then I will come up, but come in. But until then, I'm aggregating information or, you know, allowing the downloads to come in and gel and merge with my soul and then connect with you guys, you know, um, and then it can feel a little bit guilty too because like I said I do live passive income lifestyle which I'm really really grateful for. I feel like I low key deserve it because I've been through so much and 
and I'm just in a different phase of life. But um, there is a part of me that feels kind of like, oh, girl, you should be doing something. You should be, you know, I don't know. And, and again, you know, th- th- I don't have all the answers, right? How many other people, how many other women feel that way? Like we are have been taught and conditioned to be titles. When when the pandemic hit, and um, on the tail end of things, and this is probably within the last six to nine months, I started to um, understand that I had been so connected to my titles, right? I was a this and that. I had this degree. And it's kind of like, what happens when you remove all of those degrees? Coincidentally, I'm I'm dually licensed again. Well, I have to get, take my, my insurance license, but I... um. Signed up to be an agent again, which has great tax benefits because if I go to lunch and I talk to you about insurance and now I can write off um, one of my spaces as an office space and all my travel and all that. So there's benefits um, that, that come with, with that aspect of it. And I can work my own schedule and have my own team. But but I think the confidence of me going into it is like I have re-solidified what my, my purpose is, right? It's nice because I'm not driven by money. I never I wasn't before, but it's not a good feeling like when I have my clients. Is I remember uh, um, it's just kind of like pushing through the stuff, doing what I need to do. But I'm like, goodness, how long is this going to take? Like, I need to get my paycheck. I need to get paid. I have car note to pay. I have my mortgage pay, blah, blah, blah. And so now I'm so grateful because Divine Source is kind of like, okay, I got you. And now you can help people the way you need to help them. And now you can just allow people to move at the pace that they need to and to develop the way that they need to. Last but not least, I think even with the message that I was listening to from Princella tonight, I might do a separate podcast on this too because I was listening to it and I could just feel the shift in my soul where it's kind of like this affirmation where I've been doing things so patriarchy based and you don't really know until your soul, your soul will recognize what is true and aligned with you because when she was explaining the difference between the patriarchal, you know, chimpanzees versus the matriarchal bonobono um, monkeys, it was like, yeah, that makes sense. And when I think about how I've approached even real estate and insurance, those are male-dominated sectors. But women can do really well in those because of the because our sense of community, right? And wanting to share, and the way that we disseminate information is kind of like, girl, let me tell you the T, the rate, the interest rates right now are to die for. If you go here, here, and here, you can do this, this, and this, ask for this, and you're going to be set, right? Like, that's how us women are. Like, girl, let me tell you, if you get this, this, and this, blah, 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 that's, this is how we are, right? And when she started to break down how a lot of the times, how we communicate and how we um congregate and how we we move around in the patriarchal you know it 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 can take a toll on your psyche and on your being so i think me being confident in that i'm going to be able to connect with the people the way that i really need to and um 
And and it's not about, you know, when she when she talked about and some of us have experienced this too. It's kind of like a, just a re, renowing of the soul soul because. Um, we all know what it's like to be in the rat race, right? And to be kind of like the pit bull in a in a skirt type of a feeling. But she was talking about how it, it just feels so competitive, right? Real estate insurance, so competitive. Right. And it's kind of like you've got to just rat race. But there's there's people pe- with with what I feel is that we need to be able to afford each other to go through their timeline. There are things where I can collapse the timeline and be like, oh, I know what you're going through. It's this, this, this and this. And so you can get to where I am sooner. <clears throat> But I still need to be able to allow you time to go through your maturity and to gel with the information, right? Um, especially when it comes to those, it's three aspects really that I'm dealing with because um, I'm becoming more comfortable with the trading and the stock side of things and the investment side of things. And it's really interesting to me too because one of the clients that I'm I'm yeah kind of like just working with from behind the scenes is kinda like when they were talking about REITs lot, you know, years ago it'd have been like REITs, I don't know what that is, it sounds intimidating. And now it's like, okay, I'm familiar with it, I'm familiar with the the, the language and I understand the components between you being on the, you know, client side versus on the shareholder side and what that means for your portfolio. Um, Right. And this is getting long, but, and I am getting sleepy. So I'm going to honor that too, because I do, I noticed that, um, I do take, um, like power naps and so I will definitely be up by eight o'clock. Mm. Mm. I will be up by eight o'clock. Um, and I usually am out the door to go work out at eight thirty. Um, tomorrow is Saturday. Wait, today today is Saturday, right? Mhm. So we will see. All right, y'all. I will talk to you later. <laughs> I like I like this conversation better too. I know I kind of got sidetracked a little bit with the passport boy stuff. When I promise you that stuff cracks me up. Oh my gosh, that stuff cracks me up. Um, to a certain degree, but you know, there there's some responsible aspects that we have to address about that and I I probably will talk about it in a future podcast too because when you start to observe what's happening between the sisterhood um some of it makes sense when you when you look at it from a from the bigger picture right so it's one thing to see them running around and doing what they do but when you start to understand how women work and how we really should be working together um now it starts to make sense on a global scale, right? Um, 
And I, I, I'm confident. I feel like that's something that can be fixed far more quicker than um, racism, if that kind of makes sense. Because I've had concerns about, you know, um, racism. I have had concerns about the sisterhood. But for some reason, I feel a little bit more confident. Because I have put out stuff where I'm like, oh yeah, we will never have a sisterhood um, type of a thing. Or this is why we don't have you know, more camaraderie, camaraderie between us. But I, I, the way I feel right now as of 523 in the morning on February, what's the day here? Mm-mm-mm. Saturday, February 11th is, I do feel a level of optimism um, that we can achieve a sisterhood faster than we can conquer racism. And um, I can see us having communities. Like, I would love to be in a community where I'm contributing what I need to, you know. And um, being around other women who enjoy, you know, whatever it is that they do. And just learning and being safe. And feeling protected and um, being full, feeling fulfilled. And um, I look forward to that. And I think, you know, even retiring. And it's so interesting, too, because one of my, my distant cousins is getting ready to retire. And it's such an early age. And even, like, watching my parents retired, it's like they, that's just another phase of life. It's not even the end. It's... They have so many things going on and it, it's it's a whole other phase and it's a whole other venture and so much to look forward to. So I look forward to being in a, you know, retiring and being around that community. And, and it's even things like if, if, you know, continuing to pour back into the community, continuing to help younger women collapse timelines where it's kind of like, you don't have to go through your whole 20s trying to figure this stuff out and trying to nope this is what it is is you know blah 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 and then now you can just launch from there take your time you know and and grow from that but you don't have to go through the painstaking stuff that I went through you don't have to go through the painstaking stuff that a lot of other women went through and it's nice to know that we'll have a net of network of people that we can reach out to and I will close out with this for sure, for sure. And then I'm, I promise you, I don't even know. This might up, upload later because I'm a little jick and I just, you can even hear it. I'm going to just turn it off and then um, go to sleep because I know it's it's only going to be like 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock. I'm going to be awake like 7.26, 7.45. Um, when Princella said a single woman, a, a woman is not single because she doesn't have a man in her life a woman is single when she doesn't have community and I I like that I'm gonna take that I'm gonna run with it and I would like to see more of us do that too and now you start to figure out that there are reasons why you know certain entities try to split and divide us the way that we see each other and we talk about each other and how it creates a competitive um, spirit. Competition is more of a masculine trait. Uh, you know, not, I'm not going to say at this point in time that it's all bad. You need sometimes at that 
sometimes, but I think that um, women are supposed to be more collaborative and, you know, work together for resources versus competing against each other and fighting each other, especially when it comes to um, over men. Because one of the things that, that Priscilla was talking about was... Um, I think that women, I think she said that the Bono Bono monkeys, they shared their um, food, but not their resources. Um, and I, I have to go back and listen to that part because I, I got a little distracted and it was a little bit harder for me to follow. But it's kind of like there are certain things that are so basic and so elemental that we should be um, looking out for each other on, you know. Um, and, and we're fighting over like basic stuff, you know, we should not be fighting over guys at this point, 2023, we should be fighting to make sure that our, our, you know, children have clean water, you know, running water, um, even in it. And this is not even to be disparaging to other countries, freaking, um, what is it? Uh, Michigan. Flint, Michigan, we still don't got clean, clean running water over there. You know, people worried about weaves and, and sex and pump and dump. But we still, you know, have that whole situation there. I remember reading about it and it is far more extensive than I think more people really realize. But we need to start to get to a level where we can start to figure out how do we get a better education system for our children? How do we make sure that they're, you know, that they're eating healthy and um, able to be as, as athletic as they need to, as artistic as they need to? I know there's talk about STEM so um, and stuff and, and how do we create a better future for our children and for ourselves, Right. For us women, I know that we we should be fighting things like the femicide rates across the board, um, you know, um, and how do we continue to have representation? Because representation really does matter, you know, even though um, I don't believe ah, let me leave that alone. Let me leave that alone. All right, y'all. Until the next one. Know that I love you. Know that I'm behind the scenes. Probably just, I'm just, you know, um, allow me to gel and come on here and share with you in spurts what I've learned. And I want you to encourage you to do the same thing too, you know. Let's let's move to more of a nature type of um, uh, acceptance, right? Allow your body to go with the flow. Like... If we're going to go into TMI a little bit, I'm, you know, going through, <laughs> just going th- through the flow of things, right? No more push and pull and regimented. It's like when, when it's, you know, if we're going, we're going, if we're stopping, we're stopping and we're easing into things and, and allow yourself to get the downloads and allow yourself to let it marinate and get seasoned and, and kind of like I said, like gel and and let the picture come together before having to force outputs. <coughs> I'm not gonna be able to get everything out. 
in a, in a tiny podcast, but um, I will. I see it's today's Saturday. I'll probably um in the next day or two come out and share. I want to share what what I'm doing with the keto stuff because I, it's gonna be an ongoing process, and I want to kind of document some stuff I'm going through before I do the egg thing. And then um, and then, yeah, so sleepy at this point. All right. Bye. <laughs>